Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. After the initial success of the Steam Deck, it seemed very obvious that a lot of PC manufacturers jump at the chance to offer up Windows 11 based gaming handhelds. Now, there is a big caveat in that particular sentence, which is obviously Windows 11. Because while the Steam Deck offers up a custom Linux based OS, which offers you more of a, let's say, let's say custom, again, custom Linux experience, which is more console-like, the, the overall promise, but also the overall problem with a Windows 11-based alternative is that Windows 11 was never really made to be running in the background of a console OS, and it keeps getting in the way of itself. And if you are booting outside of the, um, the uh, sort of the, uh, the designed uh, user interface that Lenovo, like with the Legion Go here, or Asus with the ROG Ally have made for you, well, then you end up on a regular ass Windows 11 desktop, which is inherently uncomfortable to um, navigate in a setting such as this with a handheld gaming console. What you do get though is universal compatibility with your entire Steam library or any other gaming service where you have a lot of games put. So. If you want to get something like this, the Lenovo Legion Go, you get access to all your games if you're willing to tweak it in such a way that that access is seamless and nice. Now, I should stress that the Lenovo Legion Go is one of the more expensive uh, new gaming handhelds. It's, it's more expensive than the ROG Ally and much more expensive than many of the alternatives from someone like Ioneo, but you do get more capability as a result. Now, the main thing here is that it's Windows 11 based. It has somewhat the same 49.2 watt hour battery inside, promising around the same, um, let's say, hours of gameplay, such as the ROG Ally. Um, but you do get a larger screen. This is an 8.8 inch, 500 nit QHD display, something that isn't being offered by a lot of other competitors. That means 1440p at 144 Hz and 97% coverage of the DCI-P3 color gamut. That means that this screen is both more power hungry and it offers up frame rates and resolutions that aren't available on competing platforms. But it's coming from the same AMD Set1 Extreme processor that you can get in the ROG Ally, which settles for 60 hertz. I believe you can, maybe you can get 120, I can't remember, but uh, at 1080p. Now we've only done some initial tests, but so far the promise of that particular screen isn't really being lived up to because bar a number of titles, which obviously can run at 200 FPS with little to no hardware prowess or horsepower under the hood, you can't really get 1440p without sacrificing too much FPS. And you can't really get 144 FPS utilizing the full 144 hertz of the screen in a lot of games without sacrificing too much visual detail in order to get there. That's why ROG Ally, and particularly the Steam Deck, settled for those frame rates and resolutions in order to give you that consistent experience across most of the games that you'd be playing. So that is something to take into account. Luckily, that is not the only idea that Lenovo had. Because what I think is always cool, even though even if it doesn't really work, is giving players more ways to play. And if you want to play in a different way with your heavy PC gaming handheld, well, for one, you now have a kickstand, Nintendo Switch style. Why would you need a kickstand? Well, 
you only have to push these buttons on the back and you can detach the two Joy-Con-esque controllers. Um, I, I don't think it's that, yeah, well, it was me who was dumb there and not the hardware that was inelegant. Now, this kickstand can pretty much work at any old angle. And while these are much thicker than Joy-Cons, they are massive enough up for my large hands to find them very enjoyable. So now you can play Switch style. I think that's really, really cool. And you also get this little thing here for the right Lenovo Legion Con, where you can place one of them in there and you can activate something called FPS mode. It's at the bottom of the controller right here. And if you put it over and into FPS mode, you can use this as a mouse. I think that is absolutely awesome. That means that you can pretty much use this on a, the same way that you would use a mouse by moving it around. And the sensor at the bottom found right there will read it as mouse movements. That means that you, for one, can be more precise in games that demand that precision. And also means, like Mr. Mobile said, that you could, in some cases, carry a small, like, foldable keyboard or something like that, pair it to it with Bluetooth, because you can, it's Windows 11, you can do anything you want, and use it as a mini laptop on the go. It has a browser, again, it's Windows 11. You can go through the browser. You can even get work done, send off emails, then boot right, right into the console Lenovo interface and start playing. Now, you do get to pay a little bit for the privilege, I should say, because this is, I think, around 800 euros. It starts at 800 euros, which obviously is not nothing. And that makes it markedly more expensive than alternatives from, again, Valve. So whether or not you're gonna need that extra functionality is completely up to you. It has a beastly, um, uh, advanced thermal design, it has the biggest display, it has the probably the coolest build, and, well, it has that Switch-like functionality. So for that, we're gonna fully review it and give it a spin. See you on the next one.